Hello, everybody. Dr. Lonnie Stewart here from the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Are you a physical therapy student about to start studying for the National Physical Therapy Examination? Or maybe you're a professor, a program director, or a clinical instructor who teaches DPT students preparing for the NPTE? Either way, we would recommend checking out our sponsor, NPTE Final Frontier, and the community they've built around preparing for and succeeding on the NPTE. That exam and the preparation that goes along with it can be long, tedious, difficult, and stress-inducing, but it doesn't have to be. NPTE Final Frontier has the tactics and resources to help address all of the usual barriers. They even have scholarships to help with NPTE study courses, FSBPT registration fees, and even research opportunities. And if that's not enough, they're even donating to the very first annual HET Podcast Scholarship to be awarded at the end of every year. Go to NPTEFF.com for all of the details and use code HET for 10% off all purchases. Links to both the NPTE Final Frontier and their scholarship options are available in the show notes. And now, let's get ready to learn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. This is a Teach Me Something Tuesday episode. I'm your host, Dr. F. Scott Field. And this is a good one for anybody who has been teaching for a good while, or maybe even if you're early on in your teaching journey uh, and you have yet to put ego aside. Uh, this is one thing, again, I like to tell people I did a long time ago because becoming a, a physical therapist from an English major was not an easy transition. So I knew I was going to need help. I knew I had to put my ego at the door a long time ago. Uh, so I have no problem uh, checking my ego. But one of the things that I've learned uh, over the four or five years I've been teaching now is to really try to be proactive when dealing with student concerns and complaints, right? They're pretty inevitable. Sometimes there's not a whole lot I can do. It's above my pay grade. Sometimes it is directly something that I can control and affect and has been the, I've been the cause of it, right? Uh, you know, sometimes like students will feel comfortable coming to you throughout the semester in order to ask questions, right? That's what you want. Others struggle to, you know, share and talk about anything sometimes, right? They'll never say a word the whole semester, right? And sometimes they need encouragement to, to seek help, whether it be your office hours or after class or just in, in emails. A lot of times, especially graduate students, some of whom are used to excelling academically, then, you know, there wasn't much effort needed. They just did well. Then they get into graduate school and it's like, whoa, this is a whole new learning experience for me, right? And they might have a tough time asking for help, mostly because they've never done it before. So if you present yourself as approachable and interested in their questions and concerns, that really goes a long way toward getting student buy-in and really encouraging students to ask for assistance when they need it. I like to try to tell my students uh, at the very beginning of the program, right around orientation, that, hey, look, we've got a ton of really good resources here at the university. Please, please seek them out. Use them even before you need them, because it's better to get ahead of things than fall behind and then be scrambling at the last minute to try to get there, right? I then also try to make it a point to reach out to my students via email once a semester. Every student just saying, hey. Here's my, you know, olive branch. I'm reaching out and extending this branch to you to say, hey, if you want to talk to me about anything, I'm here. If not, no worries. You don't have to feel obligated. 
I just do that to try to make sure that they know that their their you know their success is a big part of what we try to do and what everything that we do to try to serve right and try to make sure that they get the best experience possible. They're heard, they're seen, you know. And I think it's important because when students do come to you with a complaint, right, you really have to take the time to listen to what they have to say before responding, right. Try to keep the discussion calm and focused, right? When you do respond, keep in mind the importance of sticking to the course policies, right? Unfortunately, when it comes to grading and attendance and, you know, it's laid out in the syllabus. It is what it is. It's policy. There's not a whole lot I can do about it, right? University policies, especially on like academic integrity, right? Things like that. They're set in stone. They're policy. They're policy for a reason. And, you know, I, I don't have any leeway on that. Again, it's above my pay grade. Right. But to ensure fairness to all students, sometimes exceptions have to be made when certain circumstances warrant them. Right. And not in order to end a conflict or, or you know, help or aid one individual. Student, right. It, it really has to be by the book policy, black and white, unless, you know, there's extenuating circumstances. And I get that those happen sometimes. Right. If a student is complaining about a grade, you can explain the justification behind the grade. You know, but eventually turn the conversation to strategies that the student can use to improve on their performance, right, on the next assignment or exam or in future courses. And that's always the big thing for me is I, I want you to learn, right? I'm not as concerned about the grade. I know students a lot of days, you know, nowadays are really interested in, and hooked on getting good grades and making the highest grade. And, and I understand that to a certain extent, but grades have really kind of ruined the whole point of academia and learning. I would much rather you just show up, do the hard work, figure it out, ask questions. Let's learn while we're there. And if, if you leave my class having learned something, then I feel like I've done my job. So when students come to me with concerns, with complaints, I always try to do my best to listen, take it all in, explain the best I can, uh, lay out the policies and point out the policies as best I can, just saying, hey, it is what it is. However, I also do want to make sure they know that they're heard and that their their voice is valid. And um, I, I do like to take into account everything they're telling me and try to give them the best opportunity to, to succeed, not only in my class and in the current, you know, and future assignments, but throughout the whole curriculum. Because again, at the end of the day, this is a cumulative type curriculum when it comes to a DPT. So, you know, my hope is that they'll take what I taught and what they learned from that and then apply it to the next course and the next semester and the next semester until they graduate and then eventually out into the real world when they're practicing. So try to foster that that helpful, approachable, safe place for them to come and bring their concerns and complaints. Uh, feel free to own up to it when it is your fault. I am a big fan of that. And, and again, I run into a lot of issues sometimes with technology. I'm not the best at it, but I know how to use it for the most part, but I still get hung up at times, you know, and if somebody brings that to my attention, all I can do is apologize. I'm sorry. I screwed this one up and I'll do the best I can to make it better next time. So hopefully that helps. Uh, I hope that'll, you know, kind of give you the boost you need to, to start fostering that safe place for students to come and bring concerns and complaints to you and realize that each concern and complaint is a chance to make things better, right? It is a chance to improve, to take feedback constructively and, and criticism constructively and learn from it and improve. So hope that was helpful and I will see you on the next episode. Well, I hope that episode was entertaining as much as it was informational and educational. 
If you enjoyed this episode or any of our past episodes, we ask you to please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. And please share out the episodes to those who you feel may be able to benefit from them. We also urge you to follow us on all social media platforms at HET Podcast and let us know what topics or experts you would like to hear from in future episodes. And just as a reminder, none of the information on today's show should be considered medical advice. It's simply infotainment or edutainment to help educate our audience. For medical advice, we always advise you to reach out to your preferred medical professionals, and we'll see you on the next show.